the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, uh, I love what I do, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to sit on this side of the microphone. And, uh, and I realize fully that God gave this to me. I had nothing to do with it. People all the time say, Bob, how do you get a talk show? And my standard response, and I'm not trying to be smart or cute, I have no idea. I didn't apply for it, didn't seek it. It came to me, and I am the last person on planet Earth that probably should have a talk show. And I enjoy it. I really do. But some of the stuff that I have to put up with, I got this guy who wants me to interview him. Well, I've got like 10,000 people who want me to interview them. Not because I'm special. I'm on the radio. And everybody wants me on the radio. You should see my desk. I have have dozens and dozens of books on my desk at any given time. I get them every day from authors. Please interview me. Please interview me. Please interview me. From publishers. Please interview our author. I get them all the time. I mean... Every year, oh my goodness, I I don't think it would be an exaggeration to say I get over a hundred books every year, and I get literally thousands of emails. Here's an author. Interview this author. Interview this author. Interview our author. This this is the greatest. And so so anyway, I am bombarded with requests to do interviews by authors. And if you listen to the program regularly, I don't grant many. And there's a whole lot of reasons for it. I won't go into it. But I'm kind of weird and unique in that. I just don't do many author interviews. Well, there's this one individual who has literally been badgering me to interview him. Because he tells me he is the world's most... The, the greatest authority on this particular topic. He's actually said that. There's nobody in America that is more of an authority than me on this topic. Really? And so I I said, no, uh-uh, no. And, and so I, fin- I finally said, you know, it would really help your case if you began to approach if you want to get on talk shows, get interviews, a little tiny, teeny bit of humility. You're you're coming across as kind of arrogant, and you might want to check that. And I was honestly trying to help him. 
I was trying to help him. You're coming across really arrogant, and that's going to turn off a lot of talk show hosts. So I just got this. I just got this moment ago. And here is part of his email to me. I just said, I finally said to myself, I said, I'm not even going to try to respond anymore. So I sent some scripture verses to try to help this guy. And uh, here's the response. I believe you avoiding getting me on your show is literally disobeying God. I believe the Holy Spirit has prompted you to put me on your show. Uh, wow. And I'll leave it at that. Just, I just, are, really? When, when people, and most of you know this, when people try to tell you what God's will is for you, run. Unless it's someone you really, really trust, someone that you have developed an intimate relationship with, and God may have given them a word for you, then don't reject it. But a total stranger, run. Huh. Um, uh, no, I don't have time for that. I've got some audio. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to go into this break maybe just a little early, Jeff, and here in a couple minutes. So I'll have time when we come back to, to play some audio. Uh, that was aired on the Today Show, I believe it was yesterday morning, by Richard Engel, one of their foreign correspondents in Afghanistan. I I want you to hear that audio. It's about three minutes long. Uh, Today has been kind of update day. Uh, Do you remember the uh, border security agents on horseback? Remember when like 15,000 Haitians all of a sudden showed up the border and were trying to come into America, and it was a huge crisis. I mean, it was a big crisis. Well, Border Patrol has mounted Border Patrol agents. They're down there in the desert. Of course they have horseback Border Patrol agents. Well, there was this mass of people trying to come across the border. It is standard practice all across America to have mounted patrols to handle crowds. Washington, D.C., mounted patrol. Columbus, Ohio, when all of the riots were occurring downtown the summer before last, Columbus mounted patrol, the horses were used to try to control the riots. So the mounted border patrol tried to to stop these illegal immigrants from just crashing across the border. Well, video was released, and these Border Patrol agents are on horseback, and they've got these long leashes, and they use them to control the horse. These riders and their horses are incredibly well-trained. Well, some news reporters said they're whipping These Haitian immigrants, they're whipping them, and they're black. They're from Haiti, and they're black, and they're being whipped. It was just like slavery. Remember that? It was ludicrous. It was ridiculous. It was nonsense. It was idiotic. 
but the President of the United States. Do you realize how many wild and crazy things he said? Like Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. I don't believe we would have the potential for riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin right now had not the President of the United States made an absolutely, totally irresponsible comment calling Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist when he had no proof whatsoever. Well, concerning these border agents on horseback, there's going to be an investigation, and I promise you they will be punished. Had there been an investigation? No. Any of them? Found to be abusing people with whips? No. So there was no proof, no evidence whatsoever. Uh Uh-uh, no, nothing, nothing. Mm -mm. President of the United States says, they're going to be punished. Jen Psaki, the uh, press secretary for the president, said, we're going to have results of an investigation in a week. You remember that? We're going to have results of the investigation in a week. Well, it's been many, many, many weeks. It's been several months. And today, quote, the Department of Homeland Security provides this update regarding the investigation of horse patrol activity in Del Rio, Texas. The activity under investigation, which was captured in photographs and video that circulated nationwide, occurred during the large gathering of Haitian and other migrants near the International Bridge. U.S. Customs and Border Protection initially referred the investigation to DHS's Office of Inspector General. The Office of Inspector General declined to investigate and referred the matter back to the Border Patrol's Office of Professional Responsibility, OPR. OPR then immediately commenced investigative work, including its review of videos and photographs and the interview of witnesses, employees, and uh, Border Patrol leadership. OPR has followed customary process in its investigation of this matter. Once completed... The results of the investigation will be provided to Border Patrol management. In other words, nothing. Nothing. It's bounced back and forth, back because there is no wrongdoing at all. None. So uh, here's the latest. Nothing happened. And yet the left-wing media went crazy over it. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hey, when we come back, you got to hear this audio from uh, NBC News. It's heart-wrenching and heartbreaking. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. All right, I want to get into this uh, audio pretty quickly because it's uh, somewhat lengthy. Uh, this was aired on the Today Show yesterday morning on NBC. It's Richard Engel giving a report from Afghanistan Concerning the condition in Afghanistan 
after we withdrew and because we withdrew. Listen to this carefully. When U.S. and NATO troops pulled out of this country and the Taliban took over, Afghanistan's economy collapsed. And now there is mass starvation. It's all about the economy. There is food here, but people can't afford to buy it. And it's forcing some families to make desperate choices. A nurse at a clinic in Herat run by Doctors Without Borders measures Farzana's arm. If the band goes red, she's severely malnourished. Farzana is nearly at the end of the scale, weighing six and a half pounds at eight months old. Farzana's mother used to give her formula, but now can't afford it after her husband lost his job. A baby dies of starvation nearly every day at this clinic. Occupancy is up 70% compared to last year. Some are two to a bed. Ali Umar's mother was herself malnourished, so the baby was born too weak to suckle. My husband is a house painter, but he sold his tools so we could feed the baby. Things have gotten worse since the Taliban came. What little we had went to zero. The babies here are given a fortified blend of formula. About a third were already vulnerable, like Imran, who has a neurological disorder. The three-year-old can't walk or talk. Now he's starving, too. Jawad barely weighs three pounds. Many of the poorest in Herat live on the outskirts of the city. Here, the elders say work has disappeared since the Taliban took over and prices have gone up. Then Murad Khan, a day worker, made a shocking admission. Look, look, behind you. You see her? Come here, come here, he says. I swear to God, is she old enough to marry? No. But I sold her. His daughter, Benazir, is eight years old. She was sold to another family to marry one of their sons when she reaches puberty. Do you know what we're talking about? Benazir doesn't answer, but seems to want to disappear. The buyers haven't paid for Benazir yet. The agreed price, her dowry, is $2,000. As soon as they pay it, they'll come to collect her. Benazir's family survive by begging. They burn trash to bake bread because they can't afford wood. Benazir keeps the bread close to her heart whenever she's lucky enough to get a piece. Benazir's sister, Nazia, lies sick. Her father thinks from the plastic fumes. Oh, she does have a fever. She's burning up. Have you had anything to eat or drink? Nothing. Benazir and her best friend, Saliha, go to fetch water. The local mosque is kind enough to let them fill their pails. Saliha has been sold, too. She's seven. The two girls walk back home. Benazir in just torn socks, even as she crosses a rocky path. Salia's father says he knows she's too young, but that he had a terrible choice to make. Take the dowry now, or watch all the family starve. I'm forced to do this. I'm keeping five alive. One has to be sacrificed. Benazir and Saliha sit alone by their homes. The other girls, who like many here use henna to dye their hair red, keep a little distance. Perhaps wary, they too will soon become hunger brides. Many families told me they are now being forced to make horrific choices for their own survival. And aid agencies say more than half of this country is at risk of starvation. 
that is the legacy of the Biden administration. Now, the liberal left will say, well, Donald Trump is the one that negotiated the withdrawal of troops. And that is true. That is absolutely true. But in those negotiations, the Trump administration made it absolutely clear. We are planning on withdrawing from the country. But if the Taliban makes any move to take over this country, we will be back in a heartbeat. You had better not plan on taking over the country. And because of that, we kept the peace in Afghanistan for quite some time with 3,000 or so total troops in the entire country because the Taliban feared the president, the presence of the United States, and they feared the president of the United States. It is not the fact that we withdrew. It is the way we withdrew. This administration has a great deal of blood on their hands, and I am shocked and pleasantly surprised that NBC had the courage to actually report to the American people the results of our withdrawal. And may I repeat again, it is not that we withdrew. It is the way that we withdrew that has caused unspeakable heartache, sorrow, death, destruction. And this is part of the legacy of this current administration, sadly, tragically. It is. All right, if you're listening on AM 880, uh, we're about to go dark here. We're about to sign off our AM transmitter. Uh, We do that at 5 o'clock in November and December. Head over to 104.5 FM or listen through streaming audio. On your phone, download the WRFD app, your computer, your tablet, on streaming. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.